In this episode of Man vs. Marriage, it's an episode about you, the listener. The podcast. How good do you want your life to be? It's truly about becoming the best version of yourself that's possible. This is Man vs. Marriage. The podcast. Welcome back to another episode of Man vs. Marriage. Quincy Moran, Jeannie Moran, in the Moran Family Studio, here to serve you, your family, and your life, because that's what we do. Right, honey? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we do. We're here uh-huh. for you. Uh-huh. We are here for you. And we're here to ask a few questions to you. And then have you send us some messages. And for those of you using the man versus marriage email, we appreciate it. Because we're here to help. Let me tell you this. If you email Quincy Moran and you don't get the answer you're looking for, I will give you your money back. Because this isn't costing you anything. I'm not going to pay for your data or your Wi-Fi. But it's a money back guarantee. Of nothing. For nothing. Yeah. No money. This costs you no money. But you can have your money back if you don't like the response. (laughs) With that being said, in this episode, we want to ask, how can we help you? I believe it's vital every so often that we produce one of these episodes probably two or three times a year. And we can talk about how we have helped some other couples we can talk about how we've attempted to help some uh, some guys, and um, things didn't go well. And I'm not going to say it was our fault. If we're you looking can't at do blame. everything in one shot and then try it once and say it doesn't work, you have to keep trying it. You can't just say, "Well, I did it one time." Look, the only thing that works with is sex, okay? One time we'll get the job done, but you cannot do that with (laughs) this other stuff. You got to work at it. No, you can't just do it one time. That's ridiculous. When it comes to sex, do it as many times as you can. That was not what I meant, and you know it. What did you mean? Because I'm I'm lost here. Well, you've had people in the past where you've tried to help them, and they said, I tried this. You, you said, try this, and this would fix it. I tried it. It didn't work. They only tried once. They didn't go back and try to bring up the conversation again or, you know, like filling up the love tank or finding out the love language and continue to do these things because you have to establish a pattern of trust. You can't just do it one time and say, well, she was pissed. She didn't like it. It didn't work. Yeah, and, you know, early on in those shows, and maybe I need to go back. Well, I think generally when we do the – like instructional shows um, that have to do with how to communicate and whatnot, I believe I still give the disclaimer that you can't really try all this stuff at one time and try it once and think it's going to work because you've spent years building your marriage into what it is today. No matter what it looks like, you, yeah. you've you spent years. Whether you've done these things on purpose or the not. Pattern is established. So um, there are... As of late, one of our listeners, as of late, Jay, I'm only going to say the first letter of his name, Jay. 
What Jack the? and Jill. Oh, yeah. I was. I thought you actually no. said the guy's name. And I was like... Yeah, Idiot, I said Jack and Jill. I know, but That's... I was about to... I, I almost... I was almost about to swear. You would never. I would sometimes about some things, but I was like, did she... And then I realized you said Jack, and we always refer to our people as Jacks and Jills. Anyway, this particular Jack, whose first initial is J, and his wife's first initial is C, even though she's Jack and Jill. You're doing a great job, bro. Just listen. You're doing a great job. And why do I say that? Let me go off on a tangent real quick. I say that because of a W, a word that begins with W. Can you guess? You can't guess, can you? That means you need this conversation as much as everybody else. So let me opine. The word is W, and the, the W word is willingness. You are willing to make changes. You're willing to do something different. You're willing to grow and stretch yourself and make yourself uncomfortable. In this particular Jack and Jill... They're trying. Yeah. They're working. He brought her to the show and had her listen to it and then had her go through the emails that we had written and um, that seemed to make a huge difference. Now, by no means are we like trying to come in and counsel everybody's marriage or anything like that. It's just simply that we're there to talk to. We are giving you our experience and what we've learned and what's helped us in People come up against some of the same things that we've come up against, and it just helps to have somebody to talk to and say, hey, this is what's going on. I heard you say that you guys dealt with this. I'm just trying to get somebody else's insight on how I can change this or what can I do to make the situation better, you know, or, you know, they might be going through something that we've gone through with our kids and wondering how we navigated through it. We don't have all the answers. We just have our experience. True. And in this particular case, I can't necessarily make the claim that it made a huge difference. What I can say is that it offered a certain level of perspective that they didn't have before. Mm -hmm. Because there's something unique about taking your situation and then listening to it from an outside perspective. It can truly truly help you how do i know that because Jeannie and i have talked about our situation on these microphones and been open and honest and argued and kind of poured our heart out and then i myself will go back and listen to the show and i can learn things from us because i am now outside of the situation mm -hmm. and i have a saying and if you've heard it lately, I'm going to say it again. It's hard to see the picture when you're standing in the frame. You have to step outside of your situation in order to get a different perspective on what is happening. So when you send your side of the story and Jeannie and I get an opportunity to talk about it, we will go back and forth with you. We will do our best to check in and see how things are going. We'll do our best to encourage you. If you're trying things like in this particular email... He did something that I didn't suggest in the email, but it was in a former sure. a, 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 a former episode. And mm -hmm. I'm like, huh, that's a freaking great idea. I'm glad I'm glad you did that. So while it may not everything is progressive as well. It's it's steps. Take baby steps. Don't lose hope. Because as long as you are both willing 
then you can make the progress. Jeannie and I came about 12 years ago. We came from a very low place. And it's not because we intentionally, although if you're not doing something on purpose, there's intention behind it. We didn't set out to sabotage our relationship. Life kicked us in the crack. I mean, it was hard. But life is not easy for everybody. What we did do was we made a decision that we committed to one another. We made vows and that we wanted this to work. And we had to go back, actually, and remember at one point when we got married, we actually did really love and like each other. <laughs> so that is somewhere in there. So it takes it takes time. It takes time to go back and look, we aren't marriage counselors. We don't have that kind of street cred. All we have is like 20, going on 23 years of experience, 10 of which were very difficult because of extenuating circumstances. And then 13, going on 13 of which... This side of the journey, we've decided to do something on purpose and work through these deeply held wounds that we had, the resentments that we had, the 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 expectations that went unmet and unmet, the lack of communication we had, maybe in some areas the selfishness that we had. We decided to start working through those, and we by no means are perfect human beings. But what we can do that's very, very, very powerful is offer you a fresh set of eyes on your situation and help you see it from a different perspective. The view on the ground is a lot different than the view at 10 feet in the air. Mm -hmm. The view at 10 feet in the air is a lot different at the view at 100 feet in the air. The view at 100 feet is nothing compared to the view at 10,000 feet and so on and so forth. And there is a certain there's a certain strength in seeing things from a different perspective from a neutral party. We don't have a dog in the fight save we want your marriage to work. We want it to thrive. We want your sex life to grow. We want your intimacy to develop. We want your relationship to grow stronger and stronger and stronger so that it can be the absolute best version of that relationship as possible so that you as a human being can develop so that you don't stay stagnant so that you don't start taking steps backwards recently you know through work or whatnot i've been around people divorced and single people i spend i spend some time you know I don't know if it's monthly or weekly or what, just hearing situations and thinking, A, I'm so glad to be out of the game. Yeah, dating would be horrible for us right now. With all the opposition, it seems, to marriage and commitment um, and a monogamous relationship, I'm glad to be out of the game. I'm glad that we chose to fight for each other. Mm -hmm. I'm glad that we chose our relationship and to honor our vows and to stick through this. I'm glad that you were willing, that I was willing. I can still remember us sitting there having the conversation and me coming to terms with, 
Why was I out starting all these different things? Because there was a lack of positive gratification at home. I was a words of affirmation. And I just, that need wasn't being met and feeling like um, I was held to my job and I was resenting you because it was always about the insurance. That was not necessarily your prime intention. Mm -mm. And then for what was going on with me, I was an absentee dad for a lot of that because I was working a lot and out chasing these different things when all my family needed was me. Mm -hmm. I made a bunch of mistakes. You've made mistakes. But the fact that we're willing to own our stupid (laughs) and whatever that looks like. And, you know, I was telling I was telling a friend of mine the other day that things truly changed in me and I believe in our relationship when I came to terms with you wouldn't hurt me on purpose. Nope. You just would not do that. There are people you will do that. You will hurt on purpose. But I came to terms in understanding that I'm not one of those people. I'm not somebody you would hurt on purpose. No, those people have earned that. And you're not one of those people. That is a beautiful thing when you can come to terms with that. And when both of you can authentically say and connect and understand if you're not in that place now, I believe it's somewhere that you can evolve to. But it takes willingness. There's there's such a great place of trust when you have you're able to develop into a relationship where you know that person's not going to intentionally harm you. In that from that platform, man, that can be the catalyst to a bigger and broader more deep relationship. So those are the that that's what we can offer that's extremely powerful because utilizing that perspective utilizing that fresh set of eyes it can all it can do is make you aware of situations and i'm the kind of i it's one of the things that i've developed in my life awareness to me is a weapon i consider us to have inner warriors and when you become aware of something that can be used as a weapon in your hand to help you if you do nothing, then that weapon will harm you. Well, and you're now accountable. You're aware of something. You are now accountable of what you're aware of. So your choice is, now that you know it's there, you can't ignore it. Whether you do anything about it or not, that's a choice. But you know it's there now, and no matter what happens, you can't get away from it because you know it's there. Yeah. You can deny it but it's still going to rear its ugly head. And when it does, you're going to know it's there. (laughs) So we do not claim to be, I mean, at some point I would probably love to become a marriage coach like coach Rita. I think I'd love that, but that's not what we are. We have a, we're just like regular people who've been investing lots and lots of time and energy in improving our marriage and working very diligently and hard to improve our family and our relationships. So that's what we have is life experience. We have a podcast that's basically our own marriage therapy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we counsel we, we counsel, counsel each other. Each other. And you know, thank God for Coach Rita 
because she's the one that gave us the tools. And I just texted her the other day, and I, I texted her, and I said, you know, I can't thank you enough for all the time and effort you spent, um, you know, helping Jeannie in our marriage. And she, you know, just lovingly, she's like, you know, y'all were great students. You put the time, you put the work in. So, you know, what better thing is there than a coach that, you know, challenges a player and the player goes out and performs and succeeds? Now they're going to fall down. They're going to make mistakes. you got to go back and coach and game plan and do it again. But that has got to be gratifying. I know as a football coach and a baseball coach, it was for me. But your coach, you know, has a certain perspective of the game that you don't have because you're right in the mix. You're right in the middle playing the play. So we're not counselors. We're not licensed therapists or anything of that nature. But we are people who love marriage and we value it. Definitely place a high value on marriage. And also, you know, we know what it feels like to go through really hard and very lean times emotionally. Mm-hmm. Not just financially, but emotionally. So I believe those things, like a, like a good talk with a really good friend that has your best interest at heart, those types of things we can help you with. So if you're going through something, email us and allow us to give you some perspective in order to help you. What do I get out of this show? We don't have sponsors. We ain't making no money off this. Nobody's <laughs> nobody's paying us. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm not saying that'll be that forever, but I'm not doing it for that reason. I'm doing this show because I have got to give back for all that was given to me. It is a pay-it-forward passion project for me. And I, th- I mean, I was, I think it's like if if y'all are in the especially in the South, but if you're a part of the Christian faith, I can only speak about that because I'm a Christian. But when somebody gets, quote, saved, they're on fire for God, if you've ever heard that. If you're in the South, you can relate. You know what I'm talking about. So what happens is they think this newly found faith is the best thing since sliced bread. So they've got to go out and tell everybody about it. And in that, at that point in time, it's like, who wouldn't want this wonderful thing? Well, that's, a, that's what I thought about this marriage thing. I was like, this is amazing. My entire life has changed because of what I've done with myself, my, my marriage, and what we've done. Who wouldn't want this? This is incredible. Okay, I didn't know I wasn't picking a great and popular topic. <laughs> it doesn't compete well alongside a supercharged political environment. It doesn't compete well with major self-development, how to go out and become a millionaire. It doesn't compete well, I guess, with 
sci-fi or fictional stories. It doesn't compete well with crime and whatever. It's, it's not as popular as I thought it was for me. It's a dying art. <laughs> and I think part of it is because it takes work. Yeah, well, it's accountability. Now, there there is self-development out there that is huge, like, you know, Ed Milet. But that's talking about building one's self. Mm-hmm. Now, he does take that and really implore you to go out and be a better human being in society and go help other people, which I love. But it's not centrally focused around marriage and the value that marriage brings. Um, so it's not as popular a topic with everybody. Now, look, when when we first started and we started getting emails coming in about men and them being separated with their wives, it was heart-wrenching to me. Because there was some aspect I was going to get into this and, and grow and introduce Coach Rita to the world and build a platform from which maybe we could take this particular train and begin to do it full-time and go out and speak and yada, yada, yada. But when those emails came in, about separated husbands and wives, any of that other stuff just went way to the back burner. And I said, I've got to figure out a way to get this. I actually started putting a lot of pressure on myself. Mm-hmm. It's like every, every, you know, marriage that starts falling apart, if I don't get this podcast in front of them, now I'm responsible. So I had to come off of that too. But it was very difficult to read those emails, and I felt for those guys. And so I gave them the best of what I had. Some it worked for. Some it didn't. Some it might have been too far gone. Maybe she had already made up her mind that she was just done. You can't work on your relationship as a group if you're not both willing to work. That just doesn't happen. Now, I've told some guys sometimes, it's like, look, You can't do this once, like we talked about at the beginning of the show. You can't do this once. It takes time. You have got to build up to this. You have to establish some credibility that you're actually changing yourself, that you're actually willing to develop and change your habits and step out and be a little little more selfless and start identifying what your wife's needs are so that you can meet those needs. So sometimes it does take a while of you putting the work in, but you can't become discouraged because for one or two times or ten times, nothing changes. Sometimes your spouse has got to see that these things are going to start and they're going to continue in spite of what is happening. Um, it's like the habitual dieter or whatever always starting something new. The, you you got to build credibility. And I believe eventually if there is that if there is that string of willingness in your wife's heart, once she sees that these things are changing, she's more apt to open her heart. But you know, chances are she's been burned plenty. Mm-hmm. So who's who's going to who's going to open up to do that? So do it. Do it in good faith. Do it in good faith that you're investing in what you believe this relationship can be. Now, God help you if it's just gone too far and you can't turn things around and your marriage ends. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 
but continue on with this podcast because if there is an opportunity that you may have a future relationship, maybe these principles that have guided us in developing our relationship will help you have a healthy relationship moving forward. Now, I say all that to say, how can we help you? If your wife is willing to listen to a podcast and send us an email, have her send it over. We will give some unbiased perspective because that's all we have. We don't know you. We don't know her. We understand when you're emailing us that that's one of three sides of the story. Because there's what you think happened, there's what she thinks happened, and then there's the actual what really happened. So we just offer you that outside perspective in order to help get you started on the road to what your desire is for this relationship. What do you want for your marriage? Have you ever talked about that? I know Jeannie and I didn't. We went to a pre-marriage class. Started out, the class started out really full. Yeah. And then they started talking about red flags. That he, class got real small real quick. Yeah, each week <laughs> the class started the, the class size started diminishing. But even with all that, you and I didn't even really cover all of our red flags. No. And how the know, first time she said, "What does that look like?" I looked at her like you I looked so stupid because I know I had no clue. First time Rita said, what does this look like? What does your marriage look like to you? If everything was going the way you wanted it to go, what would your marriage look like? I had no answer. Because I couldn't see past what we were going through. Yeah. It's like, what do you want? What do you deserve? What do you need? Famous question. Jeannie, what do you need? I don't know. I just know that what we have isn't working. But what do you need? I don't know. I became independent. I learned how to do things for myself and rely on myself. And as long as I was relying on myself, I was shutting you out. Not intentional. It's just how it worked out. And having her come back and say, okay, so what do you need him to do so you don't have to rely on yourself? It's strange, but until someone puts those questions to you, you really don't know. Yeah, and you may not even know where to start to figure it out. I didn't. I had to have her help me. And it was like pulling teeth because I'm not a very forthcoming person in the beginning. Yeah. Well, the fact is, is that you did it and you kept doing it. I'm still doing it. And you. I still have her voice in my head, even if I haven't talked to her in months. That's the value. I'm doing something and it's, did you die? Right. <sighs> no. Okay, so then why are we discussing this? Never mind. (laughs) That's the value in having a great coach is that those words are there to challenge you. They Mm -hmm. make that type of an impression. Um, You know, I, when we first started the coaching, I had some reservations because, you know, Rita is your aunt. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, well, I may go into this and it, this might be, you know, gang up on Quincy time. But I just went with, what do I know about Rita? What What's the fruit of mm-hmm. Rita? You know, how straightforward is she? How honest? Where's her, where's her integrity? Okay. So it's like, you know what? I'm going to put that reservation aside. I'm going to go in and give her the opportunity to be Rita and see where this goes. 
Um, and I went in with an open, open heart, an open mind, and ready to work. So, you know, we went in there, and it was like, up front, this is me. I'm always going to try to say the right thing because it's what I want to say. It's who I want to be. So be advised of that, that if what I'm saying sounds nice and packaged, challenge me on it to make sure that I'm not just saying what you want to hear because sometimes I will do that. And I, ha you know, I have to take a step back and say, was that all the way true? And it's like, yeah, it was true, but there could be a little more truth along with that. See, this is why you married a bullshit meter. That's that's why you married me. Why? <laughs> because when things are properly packaged, I have a tendency to look for, is that accurate? Is it real? Is that everything? Something maybe sounds a little too perfect to be true. Well, it's always going to be as accurate to the best of my ability. And I try to be extremely diplomatic. But it wasn't until years later that I started to understand, and that's where I came up with the philosophy of say it ugly. Yeah. We'll clean it up, say it ugly. And that was just, that was just another evolution of me maturing to say, look, everything doesn't have to be said exactly perfect, incredibly diplomatic, Sometimes you just have to say things because you don't know what else to say or how to say it. I might need a mulligan here, but I need to say this, and I'm not going to say it with disrespect, but this is where it is. Mm -hmm. Say it. And then ask the person, what are you hearing me say? This. Okay, that's not what I meant by any stretch of the imagination. So I'm going to try again. And there, that has helped us in our relationship. Mm-hmm. And that can help others in their relationship, especially when there is like a an intermediary or a mediator. It helps the kids. Correct. Being able to say, you got a free pass. Just say it. However ugly it is, just say it and we'll figure it out. That's like watching. I mean, you can literally watch a person just go, okay, their shoulders drop. They're no longer stressed and they just let it fly. Just by having the simple permission, just tell me and then let's see where this goes but i'm not going to hold it against you knowing that you don't have the right words exactly yeah and i think just thinking about that in the moment it's like let me tell you what i think not how i think about this situation because mm -hmm. no matter those sounds similar they're actually not no because what i think about this particular subject doesn't mean it's how I think about it, but I need to tell you what I think about it because it locates me for where I am in the minute. And th those types of things are important. Details matter. They do. They do. So the question again I pose to you is how can we help? We've gone through, if we just line this out quickly, here are the things that we've gone through in a very short order to understand how we may be able to help give you some insight or give, give you the opportunity for us to reflect on your situation and maybe help you through it. We got married. Hey, chances are that you did too because you're listening to this podcast or you're going to get married. Great. Um, 
we were told we couldn't have kids, then we had kids. Lots of them. Yeah. So we had a kid. That kid, that child, our child was born, and he wasn't born perfect. He was born with deformity and some disability. Then we had that one guy, and then we had three kids. So there come triplets. Um, The first few months of their life, or a couple months of their life, they spent in intensive care. We didn't get to hold our children for, what, almost three weeks? Yeah, pretty close. Born December we, the 9th. We got, to, we got, to, we got hold to hold them on Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve. And that was bending the rules. We weren't supposed to be allowed to hold them. but Kids need quality care. Okay, so then after that, we go from a family of three to a family of six in no time at all. Then um, we have another baby. She's good. We had a baby. It's a boy. Um, it's a girl. <laughs> right. And then we had twins. And those twins spent at least the first month of their life in intensive care. Mm-hmm. Then we had our final baby. Now, throughout the time of these happenings, there were medical emergencies. There were medical emergencies. There were brain surgery. There were medical emergencies. There were seizures. There were medical emergencies. Flat lines. There was a flat line. There were medical emergencies and so on and so forth. And then... Financial duress. (laughs) There was financial duress, which is common, I think, in marriage and, you know, young parents. And then uh, we found out that our kids were sexually abused by babysitters. And then there were more medical issues and more adversity that came along with it. And then there was autism diagnosis. And so in this decade that we're discussing, we faced extreme bouts of adversity. And those are the things that led to us drifting farther apart and having to come to terms with, what is this thing going to look like with our marriage? Hell, we didn't even know what it looked like in the moment. No, <laughs> we couldn't. We were standing in the frame of the picture. Mm-hmm. So with that being said... There have been lean times in our relationship that have been, that have lacked intimacy. There have been times where in our relationship where it has lacked sex. Then there were good times with lots of sex. And then the sex kind of became routine. So we had to open our heart and go a little bit further into what sex really looks like. And then we've had major discussions on drives to you know weekends away where we opened up even greater in detail about sex and what we thought and what we thought was taboo and how we assumed what we knew about the other person and it just was not the case surprise and then you know on into the latter part um of that next decade i started having medical issues and so genie had to face, you know, or kind of look at what would life look at without me if things progressed further and further along. I didn't like that picture, just so you know. So I don't say that to ask for your pity. I say that to say this this is the gamut or 
you know, the spectrum of experience that we've had over these 22 plus years of marriage. And this is what we were able to do because we were willing to work on our relationship. We were willing to put the work and the time in. So I'm not going to say there's nothing we haven't seen because we haven't been unfaithful to one another. So infidelity is not a bridge that we've crossed. Um, But if that's the case, then maybe we can direct you to somebody that can help you. But otherwise, you know, um, we believe that there's some way we can help you gain a fresh perspective on your particular situation. And by getting that fresh perspective, maybe, just maybe, you can see a little more light in the end of whatever this tunnel is that you're going through. Maybe it doesn't feel like you're going farther and farther and deeper and deeper into a hole, but maybe it is a tunnel. And what does that mean? That means that there is an opening on the other side and that you can get through this. So that's the that's the the idea by me telling you what our history is in a very short format is to say we've been through many, many things. We don't take your experience for granted, but what we do want to give you is a fresh perspective and ask, how can we help? Tell us your story. And then that will allow us to maybe come alongside you, not to be professional counseling because we can't offer that. All we can offer is our years and years of experience. Who knows? Maybe you teach us something. And then we can go and we can, you know, apply those things to our life. And then we can go and teach those. So that's what we have for you. How can we help you? Utilize the email that we've given you. There's a few, but I'll narrow it down to these two. There's Jeannie, J-E-A-N-N-E, at mvsmpodcast.com. And in case I'm not speaking clearly enough, that's, MVSM, like man versus marriage. (laughs) And then there's Quincy. That's my name. Q-U-I-N-C-Y at MVSMpodcast.com. You can also go to our website, manversusmarriagepodcast.com. And there, I believe, uh, some goofy picture of me is going to pop up. And you can connect with us there um, through Messenger. I haven't done a lot with social media because I think all that crap gets skewed. And I want to be able to connect with you. That's why I give out the email address, because I believe it's a better medium from which to communicate with you, because I own that. I own those email addresses. I own that website. So we can go back and forth. Nothing gets in the way. There's no worry, I would say, about your you know, information getting out, because we're going to keep that between us. You share your experience with us, And then if we make a show out of it, we'll call you Jack and your wife Jill. If your name is Jack, don't worry because we call every guy Jack and every girl Jill. Maybe there's a situation where it's actually Jack and Jill. We're not going to change it. We're just going to kind of keep it the same. So your (laughs) anonymity remains. But I don't have anything else to add. What do you think about that? What do I think about that? Yeah, that's not rhetorical. Answer the question, lady. I think you covered everything. Sweet. That's all I was looking for. 
I appreciate that. After I stop the recording, I'm going to give you a kiss on the lips. Okay. Not nearly enough excitement, but it is getting late. Oh, heck. Look at the time. Okay. So that's it. We're going to wrap up here. How can we help? Don't forget the email addresses. Don't forget the website. Man versus marriage podcast.com. If you insist, yes, I'm on Instagram. I hang out there. I do coffee there. I show you about beef and life with kids. Quincy underscore Moran underscore. It's there. There is a man versus marriage Instagram page. Go follow that if you want to. I'll consider at some point firing that up. But as you'll see in the detail, go follow me on my personal page. Um, if that's what you like to do. I don't do a ton of marriage tips there. I've done some of that. And uh, it's gone okay. But anyway, this is Man versus Marriage. The podcast. How good do you want your life to be? You gotta live on purpose. For a purpose. It's truly about becoming the best version of yourself. It's possible. This is Man vs. Mary, the podcast.